0: Welcome to Mobile Armor Radio, the podcast
1: for all things Mecha. Jump ship incoming.
2: Good morning, afternoon, or evening from those of us at the Mobile Armor Radio. Hello everyone out there. I am Brian Novak, your host for
3: tonight. I'm Pat, uh, the second in the chair. that <laughs> me to bring up the rear. My name's Rob. <laughs> 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 and
2: uh and this is this is the third show uh that we're recording tonight after a, a very fun and fantastic uh and busy weekend um but we're we'll get right into it actually uh with our with our next podcast and then the topic uh we'll get to that as well talk a little bit about uh, what we're watching what we're doing what we're working on and we'll go from there
3: sounds good right. straight in the drop shit then?
2: Yeah, let's do it. All right.
3: Dropship Landing.
2: Welcome to the Dropship. This is the part of the podcast where we talk a little bit about what each of us is kind of working on and, uh, and, you know, in regards to, to mechs and what we're building. So, uh, let's start with Rob. What are you working on lately?
1: Well, as always, I get, uh, Gundam loot every month. So I got a, uh, a chibi. Rx7K Nice (laughs) I hate Chibi but he's a little cute guy And I also got a uh, cool purple translucent uh, One I can't remember what it's called It's got a weird name But uh, they were cool (laughs) It's Gundam loose Cool But I'm also mostly working on is my uh, Cav right now I I got a lot of Cav from, uh, from Adepticon And I've been painting those up And enjoying it They have a Kickstarter coming up So I'm getting kind of prepared Might jump into that Get some more cav. I, I may have ordered more cav also, cause I needed bases. <laughs> so. <laughs> how, uh, how do those pan up? Oh, great. They're, they're larger scale than, uh, Battletech minis. They're, they're 10 millimeter instead of 6. So they, they have a lot more, uh, bulk and scale. So you can actually do some more fun stuff with them. A little markings. Yeah, you can always do markings and stuff. Whereas Battletech ones, they're, they're pretty small. It's hard to get any real markings on them. So I like the cav for the size. And I, I also like the designs. They, they are cool designs so
2: nice i haven't played cav yet the game but uh yeah i'm not as familiar with with the the cav uh, max are are they are they modular in any way can you like um swap weapons at all or or are they pretty pretty solid pieces they come
1: in all uh solid pieces like they
2: don't have options but i guess
1: if you really wanted to you could buy a few sets and mix and match i'm not sure if the game allows for that but if Hmm. you just wanted to cool make cool mechs you could definitely mix and match definitely but i I just like the design that they are they they're very solid looking
3: yeah yeah they they they're good looking next I'm actually looking at them right now and I did go over the quick start rules that are available online and uh I'm intrigued as the play so I'd like to get a set of uh the full rules and actually give it a shot and see what how it works out
1: yeah. And I know, actually, they had a deal on right now that's, cause I think the Kickstarter is going to be the new, new rules, which obviously is Kickstarter, so it'll be another year. But they had the, the current rules on for 40 bucks is how much the book costs, but you get, uh, a Lance of mechs, so four mechs for, with that for 40 bucks, so that's pretty cool. Cause oh, the wow. mechs generally run about four to five bucks each. So, yeah, you're, you're getting a really good deal for that. So I, that, I was almost just Is that still on that going too. on? I believe so. Last time I checked, oh. it was still going
3: on. So I'll, I'll have to go check it out then.
1: Yeah, it's at, on their actual... It's Talon Games, I think, makes it. And it was on their yeah, actual ta- list. Yeah, so.
3: talongames.com. Yeah. Excellent.
1: They also... Uh, Reaper, I think, distributes them, or used to distribute them. I'm not sure. Oh, uh, okay. Reaper, I, I, I think interested. Reaper actually started it, maybe? I don't know how it worked. I don't know if they just started it mm. and then, uh, like maybe they just distributed it, and the guy still owned the rights, or I'm not yeah. sure exactly the whole situation.
3: I don't, I don't know. So if anyone knows the history of, of that,
1: yeah, go to our come,
3: uh, Facebook. Yeah. Go page. to our Facebook page and leave a comment.
1: <laughs> yeah, Mobile Armor Radio on Facebook. It's real active. I'm, I'm actually happy. Between the last episode and this one, we've had a lot of new people join, and it's, it's almost every day. There's like tons of new posts and everybody talking. It's a really cool environment so far.
2: I've been involved oh, yeah. in uh, other Facebook groups and this one's a lot more cordial. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that, that's always a plus. And uh, we really appreciate that guys. You're, you're doing a great job on Facebook there. We love it and keep them coming.
1: Yeah. It's always good because uh, I, I see a lot of stuff I never knew anything about and I'm like, Oh wow, what's this? What's this? You yeah. Know? I
2: think
3: so. I'm just, I was just doing some digging while we're, while we're chatting <laughs> Facebook page. And so I guess the first calf in 2014 was. Created by Reaper, the first Kickstarter.
1: Uh, yeah, so they might have had some association with them, and then now they're on their own?
3: Yeah, or just gave it up and sold the, the license to whoever's... to Talon Games now, I guess.
2: Would that I have mean, been they, around guess, the time they switched to Bones stuff?
3: No, I think Bones is already going on.
1: Yeah. yeah, Bones has been going for a while, and there is no... As far as I know, there's no Cav Bones. It's all... Uh, the Reaper yeah, yeah. ones are all metal, and the new... uh which I like a lot is the new uh, Talon ones are all plastic, hard plastic. Yeah, that's so much nicer. Mm. I hate metal miniatures. <laughs> I
2: I'm, I'm, I like the plastic ones as well.
3: Well, yeah, again, <laughs> if you if you know, let us let us know because I'm I'm be curious to see the evolution of that. Because yeah, uh, as far as painting models, I prefer plastic, but I don't yeah. hate the metal models. Let's let's be honest.
1: Well, yeah, I, I'm I'm that's hyperbole. I don't hate metal models. Like I like the BattleTech metals. They're they're nice. It's just the, uh, I it's what it is. Is it's actually the Infinity models. I don't know. I know this is getting off topic, but those Infinity models, those metal, they're beautiful models. But the metal is so hard to work with. Like they mm-hmm. fall apart easily. They drop them. They smash in a thousand pieces. It's like it's not like plastic yeah. where you can like wing them around and you're fine with them. Maybe it's because I drop what? a lot of miniatures.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, I know, I know, uh, my, my carrying case, if I have any metal ones that are like glue, glued together, they, they often don't survive more than a couple trips before they're falling apart.
1: Yeah. It's, yeah, it it's, doesn't matter what glue you use. It's just, it yeah. doesn't bond as good. And they, they don't take the shock as good, I guess. They don't have any bend to them or, but, no, yep.
2: no elasticity. Yeah, that's the word. So that's, so I, if you guys have any tips on, on gluing metal miniatures <laughs> together, leave a comment in the section below.
1: Yeah. Well, I could get that Weld stuff. I wonder if that works. That like mm. JB Weld? Yeah. Anyways, that's all I've been working on right now, I think. Other than I've been priming hundreds of... Uh, <laughs> we'll get to it at Gen Con, but I, I did buy a lot of BattleTech, so I've been priming a lot of that stuff, too. Gotcha.
2: Awesome. Pat, what have you been working on lately? Well,
3: now that Gen Con is over, I was I finally tackling my... Pile of models that I've been accruing, uh, which I've now added on to because I also got my loot crate, my Gundam loot. (laughs) Uh, Fortunately, there's only one model out of the three that I'm going to be working with. (laughs) I got a Justice Gundam in there, so that's now at the bottom of the pile.
2: Nice, from Gundam Seed.
3: Yeah. Zaft Mobile Suit. (laughs) Z-A-F-T. I don't know. What does that stand for? Oh... There are so
2: the, many acronyms in that show.
3: That's the, one of the Gundams I haven't watched yet. Yeah, it, uh, but I ended up with another chibi Gundam, and so that will never see the light of day. <laughs> and then I got this cross silhouette frame. Apparently, I guess that was something that they tried to put out Bandai, where you can kind of create your own mech with the skeleton and, and change your parts and everything. I looked a little bit don't into you it. Don't. Yeah, it was. But uh, you know, from what I read and from what uh, one of our our posters and listeners, uh Jason Arana posted he said it, like like it never really took off. Mm. So that's probably why I haven't seen much about it. But yeah. uh but now that the list has gotten bigger I started to tackle my uh pile and I started working on my uh MSO two z uh Jong mm. if, if we're gonna pronounce it correctly. Jong <laughs> and and uh, if you look on if you are a part of our Facebook page again Check it out! Uh, I posted some pics, man. I got the head and the arms done already, and it <laughs> is giant. Yeah,
1: you posted. That, picture of that hands, and it's like they're they're the size of like a your desk. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and that's a that's a master grade one you got.
3: It's a master grade, yeah, and it's the MSO two. It's from the original series version, mm-hmm. so it doesn't have the legs. It's just a skirted flyer. <laughs> uh,
1: it doesn't. It yeah. have like a flight base for the arms and everything.
3: It has flight base for the arms because the hands, can, the 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 forearms come off. <laughs> the head, the head comes <laughs> off. Right, right. Uh, just like in the movie. Um, the cool thing is that every one of the those fingers are, are articulated. All the joints, so they fold and everything. It's pretty cool. When I was putting oh, together, it's it like uh, I was like, "What am I doing with this thing? How's this supposed to work?" And then I realized they were fingers I was <laughs> making. <laughs>
2: It's crazy how some sometimes you'll like you'll see the parts and you'll have no idea what they what they come together as, and then eventually it'll just start taking shape.
3: So I've been painting the Xiang as I've been building it. Uh, I was gonna try and not paint it, but as I was building it, I just uh, uh, but the hobbyist got the best of me. I just I couldn't do <laughs> it. <laughs>
2: the, the paint job you're doing is looking fantastic.
3: Yeah. So.
2: Oh, you should talk Uh, about
1: where you got the uh, idea to do those paint jobs, too, the book. Should we do that now, or is that going Comstar? Oh, I guess so. Sorry. I'm skipping ahead. (laughs) That's all right. Uh, But there is a book, which I'm talking
3: Comstar, uh, which will loop around. And uh, if you're seeing, you'll see why my paint job looks the way it is. And it looks really nice uh, with this thing. Uh, uh, But, you know, people were saying they were kind of on the fence with these uh, mecha colors from Vallejo. And, uh, I'm actually digging it. They're actually turning out okay. Uh, I did have some, like, weird beading problems, but it, it's only on the pieces that were the colored plastic that when Bandai makes those, those colored pieces, uh, those colored frames with the colored pieces. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about?
0: Mm, yeah, if you yeah. ever
3: built a Bandai kit, so, like, if you're looking at my Xeong, I'm going to just reference that. Anything that's red and yellow, was colored red or yellow in a mm-hmm. in in a mold and i I don't know if they they use some kind of releaser in a plastic in that plastic mold or whatever but I feel like when I give it a good rub or wipe wipe down with a cloth it, it 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 doesn't do that so I think there's something on that plastic that might make the the mech colors not act correctly
1: yeah it might also be the finish if it's a really gloss finish on them they it's it won't be as porous so the paint one over here Oh, that could be it too. Mm. Yeah, that's,
3: I didn't even think about that.
1: Yeah, I, w- I wonder if you sh- like you never even thought about priming the whole thing
3: and starting from scratch. No, I did. I, I primed all the pieces Oh, and it, still was, it was it was the and primer it was do- that wasn't sticking. It, was, it was doing the prime with the primer. Oh, uh, that's unusual. Yeah. So yeah, wow. it might be
1: something to do that. That's I've never had that where the primer doesn't stick to something.
3: Yeah. So it it and so but once it dries, it it, it does fine. It doesn't rub off the primer, but mm-hmm. it doesn't. Lay right when I airbrush the primer on.
1: Yeah, I wonder if you could have. Uh, I know a lot. It's once again with bones. If you um, spray it with matte first, it creates like a more like because matte varnish isn't smooth. It's got a little surface if you look at it uh, under a microscope. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if you'd sprayed it with matte first and then put your layer on top because I know that yeah. works with uh, that works with MDF and it works with the bones material that both of us yeah. it, it creates a surface that actually takes the paint. No, so.
3: right, I'll
1: give that a shot. I'll give that.
3: That's uh, Next time I run into that problem, actually what I might do is test it out on some of the extra sprues I got laying around.
2: Uh, yeah, it's a good. good idea to test it there first.
3: Yeah. So, yeah. So uh, this young's is going to probably take me about a month to put together <laughs> with, with work <laughs> and uh, everything else. Right. And then, yeah. well, because then, you know, when we get to media, I'm going to be painting it up even more than what I've been doing now.
1: Yeah, once it's right. it bigger and bigger,
3: yeah. Yeah, once it's done, then I'm going to actually really finish it up.
1: Yeah, you're just doing the pre-painting now pretty much, right?
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, Pat's a uh, expert painter if people <laughs> don't know. He's a uh, award-winning. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Trash can award-winning. <laughs> <laughs> you been, you've been painting a long time, so you you make stuff look real cool.
2: Yeah. And but if you ever always like learning feedback. <laughs> feedback That's or it. advice, yeah. Comments in the section below. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's right. Talk to Pat. Pat will give you some advice. So there you go. Well, cool.
3: What do you got uh, going on, Brian?
2: Well, um, uh, August has been a, a crazy month for sure. <laughs> um, one, one thing that did happen is I, I got an upgrade for my, uh, painting table in that I shrank its table size down.
3: It's <laughs> <laughs> an upgrade?
2: But it's an upgrade because, uh, I now have, um, a swinging uh arm lamp mm-hmm. with a magnifying glass in it it's actually um it was my grandfather's and uh and i, I had it back home in, in wisconsin where i am from and uh and i i have asked my family to to bring it over since i've been doing so much more miniatures and painting lately and so it was, it's really cool it, it was the size of it was too much for the other table that i was using previously so I, I switched to like a regular kind of, you know, card table. Um, but now I got, I got my nice lamp. I have a nice light source instead of a light that's behind me, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, to try and see when I'm painting. And, um, and yeah, I, I finished up a whole bunch of, of, uh, as you, I probably mentioned last time, I had a whole bunch of fantasy miniatures that I had to paint. Mm-hmm. Um, I got those done. <laughs> And so now, um, and, and the event I was painting them for is, has, uh, come and past this last weekend, actually, uh, which was a whole lot of fun. Um, but, uh, now I've got, uh, I can kind of get back into my, my sci-fi stuff a bit more. Uh, haven't, haven't quite delved into my, my actual like Gundam model kits. I I do have, uh, uh, Master Grade, uh, RZ8 and, uh, uh ground type uh high grade that's waiting for nice. me to actually uh get put together but um yeah I did yeah. ground type
1: not too long ago and I love those things. They're, yeah. they're one of my favorite Macs actually.
2: Uh, I love the ground type. Um and uh but I think my next did project
3: you any, Did you post any pictures Brian?
2: I have not yet. I need to uh I need to I'll get, I'll get better at that team. I will I'll be posting <laughs> more pictures. Uh, because my, my next project is actually, um, I, I know we've mentioned it before. Dead Zone is, uh, a pretty big, uh, game that, uh, I, I enjoy playing. And I think, uh, the other two guys here can attest that it's a very fun game. Uh, that also, that also has some mechs in it. Um, and I, I've been doing conversions on, uh, the mechs to kind of, uh, kind of give them that uh, flavor of, of other things that I'm into. Uh so I've got an RX70 or a a Easy 8 uh style uh with Strider's the mech there. I've got uh, a goof custom one that I I whipped together. Um and so my next one is uh it's a Forge Father uh is is the race they have a a mech called the Iron Ancestor which is a, a pretty awesome looking uh suit and um and what I'm going to do, uh for those that have ever heard of a show called Tengen Topa Gurin Lagan, mm. <laughs> uh I'm going to give that puppy uh some nice big drill arms and a big shiny pair of sunglasses <laughs> and uh and I'm gonna paint it cherry red, man. It's gonna be awesome. Uh I'm gonna have so much fun doing that one. I just have to figure out where to get the sunglasses. <laughs> uh, green stuff. <laughs>
3: Yeah, green stuff or... Uh...
2: Well, I'd like them to be kind of that translucent, though. Yeah. That'll
1: be the thing. Mm-hmm. I, I'd like to the... yeah, Some toy or something. You might be able to find some there cheap toy that has it. A... Yeah, They're
2: go right.
3: through some, go through the Barbie section.
2: Yeah, yeah, some cheap hard plastic or something like that I might be able to find that's just tinted right and then cut it up. So, you no, know, I was going to say, if anybody has any tips on, on <laughs> what to make uh, giant sunglasses with for a 28-millimeter <laughs> Mecca... That'll be a a fun time. <laughs>
1: yeah, this whole project that you started with your your uh, ones you did before. Now now you've influenced your buddy Rick Hall. He's he's made a uh, Forge Father into a with the big hammer. It's it's based yep. on what is it? it's based on Gundam Seed? It, Which one is that?
2: No, no, that one is um, from uh, Iron Gundam oh, Iron yeah, Blooded it. Orphans. Yeah, yeah. It's,
3: it's just a Zaku.
1: <laughs> yeah, you did it with a big hammer and it's awesome. Yeah and uh but yep. you, since you've done this, we've all at Adeptcon once again, all of us go to Adeptcon <laughs> every year, that's in March in uh Chicagoland area. Uh we're gonna do a mech battle there. So uh if anybody is in that area around uh March, Late end March yep. we're gonna be doing this. So we're all I... we're modding up all of our uh striders and iron ancestors and, <laughs> and maybe stunt bots if they ever show up, but
2: uh yep, yep. we're, we're I don't all gonna know...
1: start this battle. It's all Brian's fault. <laughs>
2: it's, uh, it's all my fault. And, uh, and, and Jeff, our, our other friendly Canadian, uh, buddy who, who listens to the podcast every now and then, um, is, uh, also going to be doing, um, he hasn't decided if it's the Strider Iron Ancestor yet, uh, or which, which suit, but, uh, he has picked heavy arms as no, the yeah. one that he wants to do. So a lot of, a lot of Gatling guns and a whole lot of missile pods. Yeah, that's... So. that's that's pretty cool (laughs) yeah um it's been fun i i will be posting pictures of these uh these suits that i've whipped up so far and uh i'm i'm definitely looking forward to to uh getting to play some more with them yeah it'll be fun all right so yeah that that kind of wraps up what I'm, i'm what i'm actually working on and uh, hopefully, I'll have a, a decent update next time uh, we, we talk about it. <laughs> um, I got I got so many projects I keep uh, stacking up, so I do want to try and make a dent in that one though. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I'm also going to be painting uh, some of the regular armies in other um, Gundam colors. There's uh, Marauders, which are kind of like um they're kind of like space orcs, uh, but they're really cunning. They have a great intelligence about them. They're not they're not dumb uh or or just savage barbarians, uh which is really cool about them. But uh I'm gonna be painting them up uh most likely in Xeon yeah. uh colors. That's appropriate uh, for them. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh so so the green, which is funny because so many of the things I've painted lately are green. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh and then there's there's another faction in there. Um I, I painted up a group in the um the, uh, E S E F. I I always, I always forget the acronyms. There's so many acronyms in Gundam. Uh, <laughs> the main federal forces. Um, I, I painted up a, a, a team that has that kind of tan color uh, with the red and, and stuff on them. Uh, there's another faction that's very similar. I'm going to be painting them up as the Titans. Mm. Uh, so it's it's uh, it's Maison Labs for for those that uh, know the Dead Zone uh, stuff more so it's i I have so much fun with that, and um it's it's a great way to to i think also kind of catch people's eye if they kind of recognize it, but also is still very much within the the flavor of the uh the dead zone game itself, so that's been a whole lot of fun
1: yeah, and uh, for the Marauders, the marauder captain there, he'd be perfect char
2: <laughs> oh yeah, either char or uh dozel. Oh yeah dozzle too. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that 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 pretty much wraps up what I'm gonna be working on in the next several months probably <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and with that, I think we'll be moving on to Comstar
1: message from Comstar
2: All right, welcome to Comstar, the portion of the show where we talk about uh, shows that we're watching, games that we're playing. Uh, other medium, reading, uh, writing, maybe, um, or even podcasts <laughs> I we listening to. You never know.
0: Uh,
2: I, I do want to add a section at some point where we talk about, like, music that gets you into Mecca. But uh, that'll be a topic for a different day, I think. I think that's a
3: be <laughs> <make me> hanger. <laughs> yeah, it is. Topic.
2: So uh, let's start. So this time, let's start with Pat.
3: Oh, all right. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I... Uh, since we started this I've been going back to my old childhood stuff like I normally like I always do and I just finished up uh the original Gundam series again.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And then I decided I'm going to go watch them um in uh, release order not con- not the uh,
1: chronological chrono- <laughs> that's the word I want chron- <laughs> chronologically
3: order. So I just started uh, I'm about a quarter of the way through Mobile Gundam Z. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: Zeta's a good one.
3: Yeah. So that's currently what I'm watching as far as mech stuff is concerned. Uh, I haven't played Battletech in a bit in a, in a, <laughs> in a, in a long while. Uh, I got distracted with a lot of Gen Con stuff and then other work and then things like that that I haven't had a chance to get back to jumping on the back into my lance, controlling my lances. Um <laughs> uh, Uh, What else? Oh, so as far as media and books, so I've been a good friend of mine, Alex, from Ironheart Artists, and recommended these books called uh, In Combat by Ammo, uh, From Ammo by MIG. And uh, they're really, really good books, especially if you want to start painting your Gundams yourself. Mm. Uh, They take steps. They literally number the picture and it matches the, the paragraph about what he did. And it's so, like the, in the, in volume one, uh, uh, Mig is painting, uh, uh, a 78 a, a Gundam
0: mm-hmm.
3: and he talks about how he did it. And so I kind of mimicked what he was doing following his kind of instructions with my Xiong. So that's why, you know, he, what he likes to suggest with these bigger models is that. You do a nice dark color as the base, and then you take pretty much the color that it's supposed to look like. And uh, this is where I think the the Vallejo Mecca paints come in great because, uh, and let me clarify, these come in great for when you're building uh, a Gundam model from the Gundam lines because they have a pamphlet out. And uh you know what I'll probably do is I'll probably upload that pamphlet into the, File I think section of the Facebook already, page.
1: Didn't you? Oh, I did, you did I? I think you did. All right. Might have. like talking. <laughs> uh,
3: but what's really great about this pamphlet is that it literally gives you the color palette for that mobile suit. Uh, oh, nice. So you, you yeah. can just buy the colors you need. And I did that for the Zong or the Jong. And uh, I think I'm going to do that. Well, I don't shouldn't say think I'm going to do that with the Goof <laughs> that I have. Mm. Uh, so, but when it comes to my Mospitas, uh, I'm gonna have to eyeball the colors and just kind of oh, yeah. figure it out. Uh, but I'm gonna just I'm gonna use I'm gonna start using that technique a lot with these mobile mobiles because it looks really good. Um, it gives you kind of a depth with the yeah. the dark base and the highlighted middle.
1: You did uh, add it to the file, so if you go to Mobile Armor Radio under Files, we we do have uh, that Vallejo Mecha Color User Guide.
3: Yeah, it's just a PDF. Um, so it's a, it's a it's really good. And so uh these are airbrush paints FYI. Um but yeah, so and then uh, reading the mig books, you know, I'm following it step by step. So now when I get the Z, the zhong built, I'm going to uh then go with the rest of the the steps and how mig talks about weathering and chipping uh,
1: detailing and stuff like
3: that. And detailing, yeah. It's so uh, uh if I can, I might find a, try and find a picture of it online and post it uh, like his finished mobile suit gundam and it looks really good mm-hmm. uh nice. there's so there's some beginner techniques in there uh there's some kind of r- fairly decent advanced techniques uh so if you were looking to do something out of the the mig book uh what's great about it is he tells you how he did it and what you should be doing uh but practice it on uh practice on one of your chibi gundams then
2: <laughs> if you if you guys really done, don't then. like those things. Well, a, I, I, have
3: a, I have a general hate for all things Chibi. <laughs> well, uh, that's another t- topic. We'll, we'll save that one too. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Why does Pat hate Chibi?
3: Yeah, I, was, I wasn't <laughs> going. I was going to go that far, but uh, if you're like me, And you're not, you're not a big fan of the Chibi. You can take your little Chibi guns from your Gundam loot and practice those techniques on there, so that mm. way you can mess up and things like that.
1: You can also uh, for it's relatively cheap. You go on eBay or on uh, on even Amazon. You can buy Gundams for ten bucks now. Like you can get yeah. some of the cheaper ones, really cheap to test on. So
0: yeah, uh,
3: and uh, I I suggest trying it out because uh, even if you don't get it the way the first time, the thing is you're trying it and you're learning it. And once you learn it and you get it down, then you'll be like, oh, that's great. And then if you are a hobbyist or even like me, Brian, and Rob, uh, mm. a tabletop wargamer, you can still take this tech, those techniques and put it into your other model building and painting. Exactly. So uh, I really ha- highly recommend the Volume 1 uh, ammo book, uh, Ammo in Combat, it's called. You can get it on Amazon. Uh, and then Volume 2 is some... Volume two is actually even a little more advanced because it actually talks about making diorama bases for uh, your Gundams. Oh, sweet! Yeah, it's your mobile suits. Like they have a, they have the Black Scorpion uh, Zaku, and the guy put it like in a forest, and it's knocking down trees as it's walking. It's, it looks really good. <laughs> so, uh, that's it. I got for comps just Zeta and working through that uh, ammo book.
1: Nice. Well, well, plus, you forgot you <laughs> to
2: mention the big
3: thing, is Gen what Con. Oh, are we talking about Gen Con now? Or I thought that was exactly... Yeah, that, that was in Comstar.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh. So, yeah, you guys, if you wanted to, go ahead and, and you can dive into to Gen Con right now if you'd like.
3: Sure. Well, you know, as you know, me and Rob both went to Gen Con. And ironically, Gen, Gen not Con... Sure... to say hi. <laughs> Gen Con turned into us, for us, really just kind of a, by all things mech, at Gen Con. Yeah. Well, like, you uh, you
1: especially, but I I was in there too.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so, uh we'll jump right to the big ticket. I went to uh, and uh went to Weta workshop because those guys are great They're great people and uh picked up the the GKAR, uh Killer Robots Heavy Hitters box and the uh, the first expansion a robot's uh, Sweet and Salty. Is it Salty and Sweet or Sweet and Salty?
1: You always get the names wrong.
3: So whatever it is, it's the opposite what you say. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Because I noticed I said it wrong on our unboxing. Yeah. Uh, But, uh, you know, I I played a game.
2: It's actually like Salty and Peppery or something like that. Salty and (laughs) Peppery.
3: I don't know. I'm making Uh, it up. (laughs) But I did play, you know, since we've been back, I've played a a game or two of it, and it's pretty fun. Um, Nice. Yeah, those not those a, mechs look so cool. Yeah, they're giant mechs. Uh not only do you get the giant mechs, they have like support robots with them too, so you can basically put out four different kind of robots too. So you get like a combat robot, a uh, repair robot, and a recon robot who can spot for you. So if you can't see your guy, you can use the your recon r- to draw a line of sight from. Nice. Uh, what else did we get? So me and Rob went went deep in Battletech. <laughs> yes. uh, what's the name of that place? Ironwind. Iron, Iron, Iron Wind. Yeah, Ironwind Metals, who are now uh, in charge of making all the Battletech minis, correct?
1: Uh, they make all the uh, minis the all metal all the plastics ones. that are in the starter sets, yes.
3: Yeah. So we picked up a couple of lances. We picked up the Gen Con special, which was... Wolf Clan mechs?
1: Uh, well, yeah, it's like post-Wolf Clan. It's Wolf Empire or something. I, I, oh, I'm not really up it's on the the one that. Joined,
3: it's, it's the one that joined
1: yeah, I'm the sure. Inner Sphere. It's,
0: sort
3: of, it's it's really far after all that, too, so I'm not, I'm not even sure about that. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> but the mechs look nice, so uh, I haven't gotten around to that yet, because that also has to fit into the queue, as our European guys would like to say, <laughs> of things to get built. Uh they might jump the line though because the mechs, mechs for me are easier and faster to paint because I don't put as much in to them. Not because I don't want them to look good. It's just they're smaller models and, um, it's easier just to kind of get the, get them really painted up fairly uniformly and then, uh, just highlight or pick out the, the nice little bits you want to make more metal and stuff like that. So, uh, I probably won't get in as depth as I would say. Anything else I would build like uh, for Dead Zone or Warpath or uh, my own model making in itself because I I do have a white base and I do have a <laughs> uh, an SDF one that's in the queue now. Nice with the the Daedalus and the Prometheus.
2: Yes, you have
1: you have a lot of uh, backed up mechs <laughs> and, and
3: chips.
2: Yeah. Speaking of what the Robotech board game that was there, was that you or Rob that saw that?
3: It was me because I was, yeah, uh, yeah, but it was on my list of things to pick up because uh, when I was looking through the list uh, of Board Game Geek of what uh, vendors were going to be there and what they were going to be selling or demoing, uh, the, what do you remember the name of it? Attack on SDF1, I think it's. Something like that. Is yeah, what it's That's the, uh, the
1: base defense one, right?
3: Yeah, it's the cross yeah. between deck building and base, or no, area control and tower defense.
1: Yeah, because yeah. there's another, there's a couple card games out from the, I think it's the same company, it puts out a couple other card games. Yeah, this is I, did
3: actually, not, I did not look at the card games.
1: No, I wasn't that interested in the card games. But this one has a uh, big cardboard uh, you put together, S- SDF1. That thing looks so sweet. Miniatures <laughs> to, uh, like a different scale to miniatures. They're not like, Oh, yeah, yeah, the right scale, but to place on the board around it, and it looks it looks pretty cool.
3: Yeah, and that, those figures are part of the area control part of the game. Yeah, uh, but they were ordering pre-orders, and I think it goes to out. I think he said November is what they told me. Nice, if I remember that, It looks uh, really cool. But, yeah, but I was on the the funny thing was that I, well, I walked around Gen Con for about. A, Thirty minutes before I realized that they were the booth across across the way from us.
0: Yeah,
1: literally, <laughs> I was staring at it all day. <laughs> uh,
3: but uh, you know, the list on BoardGameGeek said it would be for sale, but it was really for demo. Yeah. Gotcha. Which was heartbreaking. Yeah. What else did I pick up? Oh, I picked up a, a kind of a deck builder game called Critical Mass.
1: Yeah, we which, tried that. Out. It was really fun.
3: Yeah, where you play the critical mass game. It's not that expensive. I think it's, there were 25 bucks a piece. And then in, in the box, you get two, two quote unquote, uh, battle mechs. Uh, and each battle mech has a, a small custom deck, which then you augment with a generic tech equipment weapon deck. Uh, and there's a little, each different robot has a different amount of what they can take. Of and there's which like type. A
1: specific board too, which is really cool with the with all the different uh
3: the what are they, the little tokens that you put on it? Yeah, little cubes that represent the armor for each section. Uh and then each section is not the same on each robot, so like uh like my arms were the biggest they had the biggest armor. Or it was my weapons. And then yours was your jump jets
1: yeah something yeah each one has different amount of uh how much damage you can take, and you can choose to at- mm. where to attack and really neat
3: and then yeah, and then when you lose a part then you know uh you lose cards or you lose yeah the, the thing
1: things tells you what what happens the effect of when you get that armor beaten down, and the objective is to beat your opponents all his armor down, okay yeah, yeah it's, and it's. It took us maybe two turns. All of a sudden we're like, Oh, this is how this game works. And, yeah. <laughs> and also, I started and it, getting more strategic and.
3: Yeah. And, uh, the way attacking works is, uh, you both pick a card and you both reveal. Um, but whoever does the dam- who does damage first depends on, I guess, quote, the attack number. So the higher the attack number, the faster the attack. And the faster the attack is the one that gets to go first. So. If I did a fat for instance, if I did a fast attack and destroyed Rob's last armor on one section, that would resolve before his attack would, and he could potentially lose his attack.
1: Plus some of the cards you play mm. are defensive cards, so you could be like negate this or you know
3: Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could play equipment cards like I think Rob kept putting up something that I kept destroying.
1: Oh yeah, there was something that would make my lasers better. So I was, I was had this combo I was gonna do. And every time I was about to pull this combo off, you destroy the, <laughs> the one card. <laughs> so, you can, yeah, you can target the equipment instead of the armor to get rid of that. And Really neat,
3: neat uh, game. And, it, and what, there was four different mechs, because you bought two Whatever Four different mechs, yeah. And I played the other two with a, another friend of mine, Jack. Uh, and he played the, the, the... I can't remember what it's called, but it, it's the one that had shields. And so at the end of every round his shields would regenerate one. So mm. even if I got rid of all his shields, the downside to that is if I get rid of all your shields, you, the, the effect of what happens when you uh, lose all the armor on that, all the cubes, happens every time I knocked down his shields. And when his shields are gone, he gets to regenerate them as part of his robot's power.
1: Yeah, each robot had mm. like a, two specific powers you'd have, one that would be kind of like a base power, and then the other one was triggered. Via different ways, and it was it's really cool game. And as they expand to more mechs, it'll be really interesting. I could see people playing that quick and easy, but
3: yeah, it's quick and easy strategy. The price point is really good. Mm -hmm. Sounds fun. Uh, What else do I get? It's
1: not a a collectible card game, so you don't have to worry about it. It's all in the in the box. Cool. Yes, definitely.
3: So, and that's one of the things uh, that drew me to it is the fact that they wouldn't have to. I shouldn't say wouldn't have to. I did I won't need to. <laughs> uh and and they were they had a really good deal if you bought both of them. So I I did end up buying both so <laughs> it it potentially could be a four player free for all game, which is cool. Oh wow, that is cool. It even cool. it even comes with uh these cards that say attack right, attack left, mm-hmm. attack straight. So ah. I think one of the things you can do is you every round you randomize that and then you flip and that's who you're fighting that round.
1: Nice. Very uh, you cool. Also, you also picked up Starship Samurai. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I haven't played that yet. That's, yeah.
3: So, but it's it's uh, it's an area control game, kind of board game. I know that. Uh, uh, you take over little areas and try to get stuff, and you get two uh, battle samurai, mech samurai, that you can use to fight for control of an area.
1: And there's a few different ships. ones in the box. And
3: yeah those I might actually try and paint up those actually look nice
1: yeah they're pretty cool
0: nice
3: so
1: and uh I'm trying to thank you bought a lot of stuff I did <laughs> well, did you
2: get anything uh else Rob yourself
1: oh, oh I got uh, I got a lot too yes I, I got <laughs> uh, both the battletech uh, beginner box and the uh the new uh new regular rule set box for Battletech. oh yeah I got the book. Yeah, you got the rule book because you already had the last year's starter set. So you already had yeah. one. So yeah, I got those. Plus we bought, like Pat said, we, we got a lot of mechs. We, we, uh, we bought quite a few from Ironwind. So <laughs> I don't know how many <laughs> ended up with, but a lot of cool Oh, yeah, mechs. I
3: got a dropship too. That's right.
1: That's right. You got a dropship. I got a mech repair bay too. Huge piece of metal. It's kind of cool. But, uh, I also picked up Starship Samurai, which is, uh, because it, it did look so cool. Both of us were kind of, we knew we'd get that at the show. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I got some more Battletech books. I bought the, uh, Battletech RPG, which is, uh, Time of War. They had it on sale. Yeah. So I got that, which was, uh, good. And the Battletech, but I, I got lucky because we we're ex- exhibitors. We were able to get into the uh, dealer hall early. So I was able to get those <laughs> box sets. They sold out in like 20 minutes. So I, I got really lucky. Oh, wow. Now. Yeah.
3: They sold out fast and, uh, they didn't have the energy drinks.
1: Yeah, the, the energy drinks came. They had, they had a coolant flush and uh, what was the other one? Dragon piss uh, energy <laughs> drinks from uh, <laughs> that they were selling at the site. But they they had a lot of stuff that only came in on Friday, so uh, it was delayed. So that and I think uh-huh. they book you, but Pat, it sold out. But they got more back in. Yeah. Uh, the cool thing about the books,
3: uh, one of our li- friends and listeners, uh, Brian, bought a whole is that me no Brian really. <laughs> <I can't wait. laughs> he uh he bought the set of books and the, the bindings of the book uh create a, a little painting picture when you put yeah. them on a shelf
1: oh yeah, when yeah you yeah. put them all together yeah it's the new uh catalyst ones all the new catalyst books they all he finally completed his set at this uh gen con and I think he posted a picture on uh, mobile armor radio so you can check it out there okay. Yeah. The, the mosaic it created I don't think any other <laughs> mech stuff I got some other uh, Cthulhu stuff, but, uh, yeah. I think that was all the mech stuff I
3: bought. I think you regret not getting the critical mass.
1: I regret that, and I regret not getting, uh, some more Battletech stuff when I was there. I should have got, <laughs> I should have picked up some more stuff,
3: but. Yeah, I, I, I feel the same way.
1: But, there's always next year. <laughs> and, uh, then I went to Pat's Hobby Store. I did pick up two more Battletech books there. I got the first and second Succession Wars, uh, Succession Wars, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, books from Catalyst there. So I got those ones, which I'm reading through currently. Uh, What else? Uh, Oh, I, I guess it's on to me now. I was watching uh, Thunderbolt, <laughs> Gundam Thunderbolts lately. I watched all the episodes that have been out so far. I assume the series is going to continue because it kind of leaves on a cliffhanger. There's only ah. eight episodes so far. But it's from 2016, so it's relatively new. So the, the art is amazing, like the uh, animation. And the story is as all Gundam stories are, but it's super deep. It's about like like losing limbs and how much you go through for war and like PTSD and like it's crazy but all Gundam yeah. series seem to be uh they're they take war very seriously they don't uh, glorify it too much at least in the regular series maybe by the time you get to Gundam Wing it kind of goes off the rails but <laughs> <laughs> but in the uh yeah the regular series that they t- the the the, fir- the uh one year the- war they take it very serious
2: yeah, Un- Universal Century is pretty, pretty, uh, straight face about how brutal war can be. Yeah,
1: yeah, like this is, I was like, whoa. There's people getting things to their face and shot in the head, and I was like, whoa, this is, this is not for children, but neither was Gundam when it first came out, so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and yet it was. Yeah. To sell toys to them. <laughs> but, and uh. Yeah, I, I haven't seen the Thunderbolt yet.
1: Yeah, it's fun. It's, cause I, I am watching it chronologically. So chronologically, this is the next in the series. I watched regular Dungeon. Yes, Thund- is it Butterfly or Thunderbolt Butterfly? Uh, there's two, the, it's two, there's, f- is it season one, season two kind of thing? There's season one, and season two. Each one's four episodes, but they also put them out as movies, cause they're only two ah. minutes each. So they put out each of them as movies. And they do have weird names. There's two different weird names that they have for the movies. It's the same thing. It's just one's in movie format and the other ones are in episodic format. It is, ah. uh, it is dubbed, I mean subbed, not dubbed. So you have to be able to read subtitles. So, <laughs> but it's, um, yes, it was, well, it's been a while since I read subtitles. So I, was, I had to get back into it, <laughs> but it was, it was fun. It's a good series. Like it was, it, I was, I was getting into it and it was nobody's a good guy. Nobody's a bad guy. Like you, you get the Zeon <laughs> soldiers are, are given as much uh, credit and some of the Federation guys are evil and. It's it's really interesting. And uh I'm still reading through all the Battletech books. I'm on to th- where the clans first invade, which is very interesting, like, to see it from, like, the, the ground zero. And it was, like, it was really neat to see it from that. I think I had read it, like, when I was a kid, like, really long time ago. But having read it again, you get a lot more perspective on it. When they first show up, you're like, oh, my God, that's the clans. Like <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty cool. Because, yeah, they just meet them on some moon somewhere, and you're like, Oh, these people are running from scared from something. Oh, 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 this is weird. They're, they're shooting at extra long range. That's strange. Their armor can take a lot more. That's weird. And all of a sudden, oh, it's the clans. (laughs) So it was, it was really neat. I know Pat hates the clan invasion, but I like the early (laughs) clan invasion. As it goes on, it it does have a problem, but I like, I like the, uh, when it first
3: happened, it was so shocking that it was. Well, I mean, let me clarify that I, I, I I don't think I hated it story wise. Hmm. I hated it what it did to the game. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they are too powerful in the game for sure.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm. But, but yeah, story wise, it's great so far. So I'm really having fun doing that. And um, what else we got? Uh, I think that's about it. I don't think there's anything else.
2: Uh, <laughs> Media wise, busy time, huh?
1: Yeah. How about you, Brian? You
2: watching or reading or doing anything? <laughs> well, um, kind of talking quick on Dead zone. I actually, we just had the, the dead zone tournament uh here in in Lansing Michigan uh today actually uh, it was you a fun terrible time
1: at it i heard you were the worst
2: <laughs> yeah i was the worst and that's why i took second yeah, yeah your first loser <laughs> <laughs> but uh but it included my my uh, easy 8 was part of my my strike force and uh and no one took it out so that's always a plus cuz uh <laughs> the rule of cool often means that it's the first thing people try to murder so uh that, that was uh that was a fun uh fun time uh i've been reading and, and doing a whole lot of other other things um as far as like games and, and books go that aren't uh as quite mecha related i finished like a reread of neuromancer and and uh watched another like cyberpunk show but uh i did finally get caught up uh on voltron on netflix uh which you might have seen in the the facebook post i really like that show <laughs> it, it is a fantastic show and uh it's it's more super robot than it is uh kind of real robot uh because there's there's a whole lot in there where it's like oh if we just yell loud enough and and <laughs> believe in ourselves and our friends that we can get a giant cannon to pop out of our shoulder and uh <laughs> save the day so <laughs> but uh but not to downplay it at all. It, it is a fantastic show. Um, so it was really, really fun to to get caught up on that again. I think the, it's got one last season. Uh, mm-hmm. this, so, so, like, the current season that just came out um, earlier in August uh, was, um, I, will, I won't spoil too much, but it had a great kind of vibe of, of uh, Mass Effect meets XCOM uh, to it. So um if, if either of those properties interest you uh it, it's it's definitely worth checking out on top of the fact that it's uh it's Voltron uh I I think the the show's leaps and bounds uh better than the original um uh, that's line. not saying much cuz the original was
1: episodic yeah. and like like yeah, you know, everything had to be reset at the end of the show and yeah yeah classic so, 80s uh, cartoons
2: yeah, yeah, to be fair, but uh if you if you liked that show back in the day, I would say you I think you'll not only find this entertaining but also incredibly um fascinating fun to watch. So uh that that's kind of the the big thing uh that's been going on. I did uh, happen a buddy of mine Tim um who is one of my dead zone buddies Gave me a bag of mecha parts that he had, like, in his oh. attic or something. That's cool. And, uh, I, I see pieces for, uh, uh, Veritech, uh, pilot. I'm pretty sure it's Robotech, uh, wow. in there.
3: Um, your store has the RPG for sale.
2: It does have <laughs> the RPG, uh, the, uh, Robotech Tactics, uh, board game for sale. Um, I'm still, on the fence, if I'll ever get that.
1: <laughs> wait till it's twenty bucks. It was it was cheap at Gen Con, so yeah, they, it, I it saw three, not three cheap boxes. At store. <laughs> yeah, we uh, saw but, it cheap at at uh, Gen Con. Yeah.
3: Twenty bucks, twenty five bucks, man. Twenty twenty five bucks, good. I music. think
1: miniature market's selling it for forty five, and sometimes it goes on sale for thirty five. So I would wait to. Uh,
2: yeah, get it I, cheap. I think our local store still has it like around that 70-80 range but I uh it,
3: I think the last time when I looked at it it was 60.
2: Was it 60? Yeah. I think it's I think it's in the clearance section. But,
1: it is. Yeah. It was I think at your play, at your uh, game store too, Pat. I think I saw it in the clearance section.
3: Yeah. yeah. But it it was still it, I think that was still 60 bucks then too. I remember we said
0: yeah,
1: it wasn't worth it. Yeah. But I I've put together I don't have the game but I bought a lot of the uh the minis, and those minis are some of the most frustratingly small and annoying little minis. Yep, ever that's put what together. I heard. That,
2: that was a confounding factor.
1: They, <laughs> they are great when they look, to, they're put together. Like you can pose them any way you want. They're really nice once they're together, but putting them together is a challenge. It is challenging and hmm. not getting angry and zenning out and, and just, you know. Saying your chakras and <laughs> yeah, yeah, trying not to smash things because it is so frustrating. They're so small and there's so many little bits. It's it's like I say, the end result is awesome, but getting there is really hard.
3: <laughs> I know uh, Brian, your star also is, is willing to cut you guys a deal on GKR.
2: This is true. Uh, I might uh, be going in on on getting the. He's got two copies of it. And uh, I don't think he has any of the the expansion ones. No, in. he's
3: on, he's only got the the, the sour and pepper or whatever it was. So. And, uh, <laughs> Salt and pepper, and, the wrap yeah, group. Yeah, that's right. Push it real good.
2: Um, yeah, so I I might be uh, going halvesies on on getting that game, uh, which I I I would have a blast with, I'm sure. Pats.
1: After unboxing uh, Pat's, it is gorgeous. It is such a nice yeah. game. It's just you, like not even the giant mechs are cool. Like, even the little ones are cool. Nice. It's got, like, support it, mechs in the box, and man, it's sweet.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Other things. Oh, I I did finish. I remember talking about it last time, but I did finish Darling in the Franx. Oh, yes. <laughs> which some of you may have looked into uh, <laughs> since I mentioned it. Um, I don't apologize for anything. <laughs> <laughs> Cause that's all on you. <laughs> I think you scarred some but, people with that one though. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, uh, Beetle, one of our, our yeah. good friends, uh, <laughs> he was very about,
3: confused. I forgot about Beetle.
2: Yeah, uh, he, he's not on Facebook as much, but, uh, yeah, that, uh, I, I, I finished that series now. Um, it was a, it, I still like it as a series. Um, but it is, is very much in that, uh, that fully coolie, um, uh, Guren Lagan and, and even like Gunbuster, Diebuster. So it's, obviously it's alumni from the, the studio Gynex, So the Evangelion guys and whatnot. Um, they, they're in the studio Trigger is their, uh, current studio. So a lot of guys that, you know, worked on those, those other properties are now together again and, and making other crazy shows. So. Yeah. So
1: if they, if you were scarred by, uh, by that one. Yeah. The, if you were
2: uh... scarred by any of those earlier shows I mentioned. <laughs> This one's for you. <laughs> but, uh, it, it's, it's got, uh, some fun stuff in it. It's, again, it's a super robot show, so, uh, the, the, the louder you yell, uh, the better you do. <laughs> uh, so, I, I, I like those shows. They're, they're crazy and off the wall. Um, but yeah, I think that, that about wraps, wraps up Comstar for me. I, I should mention I did stop by Gen Con and, like, saw it. From the outside, uh, cause they, it, it was very much a gated
3: community. <laughs> yeah, you riffraff. You riff to a... come down in the evenings.
2: Yep. I did get to see you guys there because, uh, we stopped in for Mantic Night. I, uh, which, I, I uh, barely
1: saw anyone. I was so out of it by that you point.
2: You were doing
3: so, yeah.
1: yeah I was, was so down. Like, I couldn't talk.
3: Saturday was a long day.
1: Yeah. Uh, that was the, I was my voice was gone. I was I was pretty much leaning on a wall talking to Beetle the whole time because I I couldn't move. Like I was done.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that that was a fun time. Uh, but that that's the extent of my Gen Con input. Is I saw it from the outside. Uh. <laughs> uh,
1: I think you're okay. That's that's all you need to see.
2: Yeah. Alright, well that was that was a longer section than it typically is, but uh, okay. I think we'll, we'll be moving on then to the Mech Bay Hainer and the, the big topic for the week.
1: Now entering the Mech Bay Hainer.
2: Alright, and so for the Mech Bay Hainer uh, discussion topic for the week, uh, we actually had uh, some of these co- uh, questions pop up in the, uh, the Facebook group itself. Uh, people kind of come to us and say, hey, uh, this is, you know, I'm, I'm into Mechs and, and, uh, or, or I'm just getting started trying to get my friends into it. Uh, what are your recommendations for shows, games, and, and books and stuff like that? So I thought I, I'd open that up to, uh, to the group here and, uh, and see what people, uh, think. Uh, since you guys have been going first these last couple times, I'll, I'll start with mine just for fun. For sure. Yeah. You're, uh, you're, you're much
1: more, uh, <laughs> knowledgeable about this, I'm sure. So.
2: Well, some of it, because I, like I said, I'd like it to be the different kinds of media as well. So um, I'm I'm much more familiar with like the the anime and maybe the video game side of things. Um, and so, uh, like in, I kind of mentioned it earlier. Uh, if if you're to so to kind of start the discussion, if you're looking to get you know, younger kids into Mecha and you know start them down this path of of giant monstrosities that are awesome and uh and, that's and that show show you're
1: talking about is that what you're
2: going to say <laughs> no i was not going to be the darling <laughs> that's for when you want them to leave i mean <laughs> <laughs> and that's so, when you want to
1: um, scar your children for life you want to yeah
2: yeah uh so i i'd recommend uh voltron uh the the netflix series that's out right now it's like defenders of the universe or something
3: really not even the older ones
2: huh i, 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 I don't, don't think definitely i'd rec- not the older ones yeah i would i don't think i'd recommend the older ones i think the new one um has has uh it, it's you know it's from the the studio that did the the Korra and Last Airbender uh stuff, uh, yeah. uh so like you know it's it's got a great team at its base and uh, and the stories they've been telling there's a, a great emphasis on on character and and growth and it, it is that that younger it's got that nice hopeful charm to it um and and really cool uh giant mech battles uh in space and uh and stuff like that fantastic characters and uh i think younger a younger audience could really uh latch on to that um while while at the same time being fun a fun show for uh, an older audience as well um on the kind of same token more like on the anime side for again a kind of a younger audience uh i'd recommend uh gundam build fighters which, which, uh, if you're not familiar with it, it's, it's one of the entries in the, the long line of Gundam shows out there. Uh, what are they at? Like 12 now? 12. Oh, um, at least. I think there's more than that. <laughs> I think so. Um, but Build Fighters is one where, uh, the premise is that they, they build this, this gun They make their, their model Gundams, and then they load them up into a video game, and they have a fight and it actually like, you know, they blow parts off the mech. It actually like destroys their model. It's kind of fun that way. Um, but it, it's very much, uh, you know, aimed at a younger audience. There's a, a great celebration of uh, both the franchise as a whole and like the hobby of building uh, models. Uh, I know our, our friend of the show, uh, Rick, uh and his son had been watching that uh series and it's gotten his his son into uh you know building gundams and, and smaller he's starting with the, the chibi ones for sure because they're a little little easier to build <laughs> um but uh you know they're they're growing on on top of that and it's uh it's a really fun uh show uh just in general. Um and then kind of still in, in anime and and I'm sure, uh, some of these guys will reiterate. If, uh, if someone's kind of coming new to, uh, uh, mobile, uh, like suits kind of, uh, show, not really sure what to, to, start with, uh, the Mobile Suit Gundam 08th MS team, I think is kind of universally a great starting point. Uh, cause it's, it's the, the real mech type show. Uh, where, where these things are giant, uh, machines. They're essentially big tanks. Uh, they require maintenance. Uh, they, you know, they can trip on, on tree roots in the jungle if you're not careful. Um, animation is, is pretty great, uh, from the, from the nineties. And, uh, and it, it's, it's also kind of short, which, uh, gives it a pretty good, uh, dose without going overboard. Cause a lot of these other Gundam Uh, series you'll find out there are like, you know, a good 40, 50 episodes long, uh, can be kind of intimidating to get into. And just skip the last episode. Yep. You can skip the last episode. It doesn't exist. You end with, uh, (laughs) the shuddering mountain part one and two and you'll be, you'll be, uh, roses. Uh, but, uh, so that, that's a, that's a really good one to, to start with. Uh, we'd also, you know, obviously I think we can all agree that the original, um, 1979, uh, Mobile Suit Gundam, uh, series itself actually holds up pretty well from a, from a story standpoint. Mm -hmm. Animation is a little dated, uh, won't lie, but, uh. Yeah,
3: but it's not horrible.
2: It's not horrible in the grand scheme. No, for
1: 79, it looks way better than, like, say, like G.I. Joe or Transformers from the 80s. Oh,
2: yeah. (laughs) It holds up way better than a lot of those. You watch G.I.
1: Joe now and it's like, oh, it's like stop motion. Like this thing is four frames per second. Yeah. Right, where, where the, uh, yeah, the Gundam one is, it's, it is dated, and it is, uh, a bit 70s, but it's almost retro now. I think it's, it would be, kids are used to watching things on YouTube and stuff. I don't know mm-hmm. if they'd be too thrown off by the animation in, uh, in that one.
2: Yeah. Uh, and just to, to kind of throw, a, a couple more, um, anime ones out there, I'd, uh, that, that are not Gundam. <laughs> because we, we, we like Gundam a lot. It's it's a huge chunk of that mecha genre to be sure. Uh but for those that, you know, have liked Gundam and are looking for something else, um I'd recommend Full Metal Panic. Um it's a really uh fun series that's got some pretty cool mechs in it. Um it, it's it's got like it had 3 seasons and actually just had a new one that I think finished up. I, I believe I might have even shared a post about it um in the Facebook group uh, the, but it, it, that was a, a fun one. That's a bit more of a, you know, younger, like high school kind of era, uh, where, where is younger pilots and whatnot. But, uh, it's, it's really fun. The, the mechs are really cool. And, uh, it's, it's definitely a real robot kind of show. Um, and then I'd also throw in there Code GIS, uh, which also just got like a new show announcement. Um, that, that's another one where it's like 50, Episodes. Um, but, uh, that one's got a, a bit more political intrigue to it. Uh, but, uh, the, the mechs in there are pretty, uh, have a lot of unique designs. Uh, big part is that they kind of have like rollerblades. Uh, so they, they skate around really quick and fast, but, the, they still have a very, you know, real robot kind of feel to them. Um, and, uh, yeah. I think that, that covers a whole lot of the, the anime ones that, that are good starting points. There's a bunch more out there, obviously. Um, you, you got, I think Knights of Sidonia is a, is a big one that Netflix put out. Uh, unfortunately I haven't checked that one out myself yet to, to know whether or not, uh, to judge it on its quality. I didn't know. I know that one's TVMA, So that one's, uh, not for kids. Um, much like Darlene and the Franxx. Don't show that to kids, <laughs> 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 but but, uh, you know, there's – and for those that are looking for something really bizarre in the giant robot genre, look at those Studio Gainax stuff that I mentioned earlier, like the Neon Genesis Evangelion and
1: Gunbuster. Only if you want to break your brain.
2: Only if you want to break your brain. <laughs> you break your brain. Um, yeah, yeah, there's there's a lot of good stuff out there. And and obviously anyone in the, the chat are more than welcome to, to post your recommendations as well. But yep. uh I feel like I've been talking quite a bit, so I'll turn it <laughs> over to to you guys. So uh Rob, you get the the next set.
1: Yeah, do go to uh, Mobile Armor Radio and go into uh I think we'll probably we'll post this episode in the in the uh comments there. Put your recommendations. I was thinking you you mentioned a lot of good stuff. Obviously Robotech's a big thing for me. Mm. It is dated once again, but it's a great story and I think it's easy to it's very easy to get into. Like as a child I got into it pretty easily, so That'd be something I would suggest for anime-wise that you didn't mention. Mm. And but uh, I was thinking more about games. Like, um, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. And there's uh, role-playing games. There's quite a few. There's like the ro- there's a new Robotech role-playing game coming out, which might be interesting. We'll have to check that out. But uh, I'm trying to think of uh, actual miniature games. If you're already into miniature games, things like uh well, BattleTech obviously, but BattleTech is I think it's I I would say it's a little hard to get into. Maybe that new starter set coming out, but that's a world that's so deep and so, it's almost like getting into the X-Men. It's, you have to go mm. first and just kind of wade in and find your place because to say that it'd be easy to get into, I think is, uh, not, not, uh, true <laughs> story wise, at least. <laughs> but, uh, uh, and, uh, uh the thing I really want to say is the comic books is Mech, Cadet U by Greg Pack. Uh, that's, you, it, they just came out with, they think their first or second, uh, trade. That series is great for kids. It's just a, it's about a little boy who, uh, he's working as a maintenance person at this place where these mechs come from space and they choose their pilots to defend against these evil crab creatures. And this little kid who's just a maintenance guy, the mech chooses him, so all of a sudden he's thrust into the world of giant mecha. And it's, it's, uh, at first it's just like a story of them training and you're, and you know, they're, you're fighting amongst each other, the, the kids. Because for some reason, these mechs always choose children to, to bond with. But then it gets, uh, as the aliens attack, these alien crab creatures, it gets pretty serious. But it's still, like, it's definitely uh, G-rated. Like, there's nothing majorly, like, there's some, you know, there's some heartstrings pulled. But there's no blood or guts or anything like that. And I think that's a great series. If, uh, if your children read mech- uh, read comic books, that's a good mecha series to get into. Uh, that does sound awesome. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Robotech does have a new, uh, new comic that's out that is a retelling of the anime, which, but in a more, it's almost like Lactica reboots style of where they're telling it in a more serious way with a lot more, you know, adult themes and violence and it's a, a lot more <laughs> in depth, but it, I, it, even the violence isn't horrible violence, but it's still a little violence right. with some deaths. But, uh, that's pretty good if you're, if, even if you're a fan of Robotech to get into that to see to appreciate the differences of the story so far, because they have taken it in different ways. So, that for comic books, I think that those are two pretty good series. Um, oh, the thing you, you never mentioned was, uh, I think Pacific Rim, like that's a, that's a popcorn mm. movie that you, giant mecha fighting each other. You can get into that pretty easily, one and two. Oh yeah. Uh, so I think that's a good gateway drug. You know, once you get into that, that will lead you <laughs> into things like, uh, Gundam or, uh, uh, Actually, a lot like the mechs kind of do look like the Neon Genesis and Evangelion mechs. They're they yeah. kind of look the same shape. So, I, I, I don't know if you want to move into that. That's it's it's <laughs> it is brain torturing, but the first part of that series is really good. It just gets weird by the end. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm trying to think of anything else. Actually, miniature games is hard. Like, well, there is that new board game. Like she said, Starship Samurai. It does have mechs mm. in it, and it's more just like a worker placement kind of game, so that, and, and we have a friend who picked it up the same weekend we got it, amazingly. He was at a tournament <laughs> in, uh, in, uh, Massachusetts for another game, and, uh, he won, he won the tournament, so with the money, his winnings, he bought that Starship Samurai, and they, he's played it quite a bit now, and he says it's really fun, really quick to learn, like the, I think the rule book's like 15 pages. Uh, that's always a nice plus for, uh, board games, it's not in, impossible to get into. So that might be a fun game to get into having those mechs and you don't have to paint them, but it could be a gateway into starting to paint mechs too. And obviously I think a big gateway is the models. Just go mm. on Amazon, go anywhere, buy a $10 model, start playing with it. Once you buy one, you, you have to buy another and then you start watching the anime. <laughs> That's the and rule. Like, I, I need that one because it's in the anime I like. And then you end up with all of the ones from the 08 team and, yep. and, and you have to get all the variants and. <laughs> <laughs> it becomes a, it becomes trouble, and you're running out of shelf space. So, yeah, that's where I am right now. So that that was my gateway drug, probably. I would say after nice. after many years, it was the models got me back into it. I think.
0: <laughs> hmm.
3: So, Pat, any uh, anything, ah. to Dad? Is there anything else that I forgot? Uh, no. Yeah, I mean, for myself, I would probably suggest probably if they're not familiar with any of this. I would probably start them with the, the lighter anime stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the stuff that got me, cause those animes eventually led me to Robotech. Uh, like Space Battleship Yamato, Battle, Battle of the Planets. Uh, I don't know what the Japanese name of that is. Uh, and we talked a little bit about the robots that we, that I watched when I was little.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, but the, the, but the main two was Battle of the Planets and Space Battleship Yamato, which then, led me to Gundam, uh, which then led me to Robotech. Uh, And then once I got into Robotech, you know, I was like, oh, okay, this is really cool. Uh, But in between Gundam and Robotech, uh, like Rob said, there was Battletech. Mm -hmm. And uh, those little minis uh, rolled me into that. So if you're not into the figs, uh, but... Uh, not so much the figs is where I'm going with this. is that I'm going with the actual books that were released.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, uh, great,
1: great series of books. The, the
3: novels, like, uh, The Great Death Legion was the first set of trilogies that I read. Mm-hmm. Uh, They're Decision Thunder Rift, yeah, uh, Mercenary Star and President Glory, the first three books I read from Battletech. And I was like, oh, okay, now I get it. Now I want to be in one of those and step on people.
1: <laughs> plus it's got a lot of political intrigue and like the stories yeah. are barely about the actual mechs. It's more about the world. And like I said, it was hard to get into, but if you start reading those books, you'll get into it. Cause especially if you find a chronological list and start at the beginning, so you get the history of it kind of like, yeah, I think that really helps. So you find your, your, uh, like now they're doing all the later ones, which I think are really impenetrable. Like, cause you have to know the whole background of the clan invasion, all this stuff. But yeah. you start right at the beginning with like the Great Great Death all Legion. The, is a great all the inner sphere stuff. All the inner
3: yeah. spheres book. Great Death Legion or Sword and Dagger. are The two I recommend. Sword and Dagger is uh, a standalone. It's not even a trilogy. Um, There's also a, a,
1: a short story compilation called Shrapnel. I think it's called. That's really good too. That kind of gets you the flavor
3: of it all. Yeah, and the so I guess Sword and Dagger, the Great Death Legion trilogy, and the Warrior trilogy. Mm-hmm. Other ones are like, when you start to get into, like, Blood Legacy, when you get in the blood of Kerensky.
1: Oh, those are all the clan ones, yeah. Yeah,
3: then you start to get into the clans, and then it gets a little little dodgy for me.
1: Yeah, Sword and Dagger, yeah, the Great Death Legion, Warrior Trilogy. Warrior Trilogy is uh, where it starts getting good.
3: Yeah, the Warrior Trilogy Trilogy brings in the House Curita, whereas uh, Sword and Dagger is is Hans Davion, uh, a little bit of the Federated Sons, because that's their... At the point where they're getting married now and combining both houses.
1: Well, the Warrior Trilogy is more about, uh, it's the, uh, Steiners and Davians versus the Laos. It's Heir to the yeah. Dragon is the Karita ones. The Heir to the Dragon's a good one too. Oh, that's right. And then the, the Great
3: Death Legion is the, the Lyrian Commonwealth, right?
1: Yeah. Well, they're, yeah, they fight, they, they, actually they fight the Karitas a lot there too. But at, up until Heir to the Dragon, the, the uh, Japanese, the Karita are the, Kind of the bad guys, and then you air the dragon, you see their point of view, you're like, oh, they're that's the best thing about battletech. there is no real bad guys, like they all have a point of view that you can get behind so or or they're all bad guys, that's the other thing <laughs> yeah. yeah, those first those first like set that's the inner sphere ones, yeah, I think they're really great that's that's to get into the battletech world, that's the way to go
3: for sure, yeah, and then you know uh, you already touched on the voltron, Voltron is a that's an easy one nowadays that's an easy one I yeah. mean you can do the new one or the old one I don't think the old ones are horrible uh, yeah nah they're dated now but you yeah know, you have to well, when when, yeah. when they were out when I was young is those so I'm coming from that direction this is what sure, this, sure. This, this is the stuff that got me started yeah. so I have I would, a young
1: a eight-year-old nephew and uh my brother-in-law tried he he like me watched uh transformers as a kid he tried to get his nephew to watch the early Transformers. He hated them. He just couldn't watch them. But he watches <laughs> the new Transformers like they're Konyota style. So I think it's kids yeah. nowadays. I think it's maybe it's a lot slower. Maybe it's it's about attention spans or what. But they they cannot watch those old animes that are, or not animes, but uh, cartoons that we did in the eighties. I think a lot of them they just kids nowadays can't do it.
3: No, <laughs> it's definitely true. But if we're if I'm looking so like uh, a friend a friend who's you know roughly. In yeah. our age group, you know, I would, these this the, this is my suggestions, not necessarily for kids, yeah, 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 but for someone who is well past their <laughs> th- their childhood into mm-hmm. into a young adult, I would even say.
0: Well,
1: especially if I, they if they watch Voltron as a kid, the nostalgia of going back is pretty fun. So the,
3: the the that's that's where I was coming from, the direction I was coming at with with this topic. So, uh old anime, uh. The space battleship Yamato, or Star Blazers in America, is 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 solid. Um, and I believe that's getting a re-release in the the states. It did, but it also I think they did they did one already.
2: Yeah, there's twenty ninety nine. I think it's called. Yeah, twenty one ninety nine. That's pretty good. Uh, the Battle of the Planets was called
1: Science Ninja Team Gotcha Man in uh, Japan. In is that Japan. what it was called? Gotcha yeah. There's been quite a few, I think, in that whole series, the Gatchaman series.
3: Uh, but, you know, and with with that, uh, you know, the Phoenix, the their main ship that they all flew in te- could be considered Mechish in a sense because, you know, they all, all – it, it was Voltron-esque in that sense. It didn't really transform into a big giant robot. Mm. But, you know, the front of the nose had the race car, It's one guy in. The pilot uh, – doctor's plane in the back and then the, the one girl had the motorcycle the clone had the the little buggy mm-hmm. in the pods and the wings and then you had the big guy who actually piloted the big ship uh so you know it, it kind of all ties in step by step into that and then you move on to Mobile Suit Gundam into BattleTech in itself so
1: or as we uh, like to always talk about it is the Voltron with the the uh vehicle Voltron yes <laughs> The better Voltron. I wish
0: they had a new version
3: of that. <laughs> they might. You never know. That'd be cool. So, yeah. So, I think these are all great success, all suggestions. And I think uh, it's a good way to get people started in those things if you haven't been into it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, obviously, we're, t- we're speaking to the converted already. But if you're looking <laughs> – if you already you – got friends who want to get into it, some of these yeah. suggestions might h- help.
3: Yeah. And – and if you're a fan of books and authors, you know Michael Stackpole is yeah. is a is a, one of the prominent sci-fi writers just around. He did a bunch of Star Wars novels. He also did the Warrior trilogy books for uh, BattleTech. So
1: and and he mm-hmm. uh, he's responsible for adding uh, Buck Bonsai to the BattleTech universe. So he's he's <laughs> number one in my books.
2: Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I would I would also throw. Uh, we didn't talk as much about like video games um but i would throw in the the new battletech uh game i think we we've all played a bit and, and mm. enjoyed uh a lot uh that's a very fun like tactical uh strategy uh type game uh, i'd also throw out there you know the there's um uh this is our mech warrior online i think is still yeah, oh, yeah, still yeah around.
3: Yeah,
1: out with the new one coming out soon. there's
3: there's actually a wedding invitation for this the uh, yeah. Federal Ah, um, that's what thing. that was
1: Gotcha. Yeah, that's a, uh, yeah, new, uh, narrative campaign's happening in that. I've never played it because I'm not so much in the, you know, player versus player Twitch kind of, you know. Yeah,
2: that, that one's a bit more, uh, straight up that way where it's, it's versus. Um, yeah. I know the, uh, uh, Titanfall 2, uh, in particular is, has been a really successful game. Oh, I recently purchased that. I need to, need to get that one, uh, need to get that one started play. And, uh, I'd also throw out there just for some, some old classics that are great. The Armored Core, uh, series has always been pretty fantastic. Armored um,
3: Core PlayStation. That was the old PlayStation.
2: Yep. Yep. I have, uh, I think three is, Armored Core three is sitting over there, uh, across the way from me. Um, that, that's a fun one where, where you get to like build the, and the different parts of your mech. Uh, there's a new, uh there's Gundam Breaker 3 for those of you that are are of the Gundam variety and uh really like the, the act of building your mechs uh that one is pretty much the the Build Fighters TV show the video game um if you yeah, get like a
1: fighting game, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 less straight up kind of um not, not as story driven uh you know straight up mechs it's more of like hey you're you're playing this video game uh and building Gunpla, like you get the Gunpla parts and you can paint them different colors and stuff like that. It's a lot of fun. Um, and then uh, I also another kind of classic one. I think I've even mentioned it before on the show was um, Front Mission uh, was a really fun one. Uh, that was more like PlayStation one era, actually. Um, but it, it was like kind of a tactical shooter. It was kind of like what the, the current um, Battletech game is, but it was grid based uh so like a final fantasy tactics but with giant robots oh, that's cool yeah and they had like had uh, different parts uh so you could like shoot the legs off a mech and it would fall over <laughs> shoot arms off and it would lose the weapon like it, it was really cool um so that that'd be another uh game i'd recommend um trying to think of uh, dynasty warriors gundam is is a fun time uh again not not as serious but uh they do some fun things because they, they have a lot of character crossover from the different shows. And so there will be a lot of fun dialogue where the characters will talk to one another um, in, in weird ways. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, the, the, I realize we, we have mentioned a lot more like kind of classic things and, and uh, things that we really enjoyed that aren't as maybe contemporary. Um so if you guys have any like newer suggestions like man i I played this game or I watched this show that that you know came out last year. I know uh you talked about Gundam Thunderbolt earlier as a fun one uh that uh you know feel free to to comment in the section below. We love hearing what new things are out as well um and especially uh, we obviously we talk a lot about Gundam, but we love hearing about other mech properties as well. And sometimes even we're just not aware of them. So the the more we can share uh, the knowledge on that, the more we can all enjoy more giant robots.
1: Yeah, like I said, with that Cav, too, I'm just getting into that. So that mm-hmm. might be a gateway game for uh, miniatures, too. We'll have to see yeah. the complexity of it. So we'll, have to, we'll get into that. I'm sure we'll talk about it more in the future. So, yeah, that's. I, I wish I could think of more uh, miniature games. Like, obviously, we play Dead Zone, but it's very... I would say the mech part of it is not uh it's not huge at all. No not, no, not not a bit. But uh yeah, games wise I wish yeah. I've been looking for a uh, a good mech game for a long time. BattleTech is good, but it's it's not the easiest to well, it's it's not hard, but it's it's very complex to play with. GKR the, uh, is really good. Yeah, yeah. see. It,
2: it's it that seems, kind of game too, yeah. Col- it it right does seem like yeah, yeah. It seems like it is something that that is a little harder to kind of be a breakout in in the in the genre uh, where, where new properties sometimes get, uh, I don't say brushed aside, but kind of overwhelmed by the continuing of a, an older property like the, the Gundam franchise or, or even like Macross in Japan is, has been a consistent storyline for about 30 years. Um, and they keep making a new show like every five, so uh, it's it's something where we we love to see new new entries into the genre as well as as uh, the continuation of the old stuff. So, mm-hmm. and I think with the the new uh, Gundam
1: movie and the new Robotech movie if it comes out, and with Ready Player One that whole scene with oh, yeah. versus Godzilla, like that. That sparks a lot of kids' interest. Like, all of a sudden, they'll be like, what is that? Like, that blew my mind, right? And they'll yeah. s- hopefully start searching that and find out what it is. And
2: That's like, definitely a good that,
1: gateway there. <laughs> yeah, that little scene was enough gateway, I think, that it brought a lot of people in. And it was sparked the ability to have a gun to movie. Like, that that's where it's all based on, was that scene. They're like, oh, we can actually do that now.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when
1: that comes out, and Pacific Rim unfortunately it wasn't the success that it could have been, and it, I don't think it it was one of those movies that people consider ahead of its time, I think once yeah. the uh, real Gundam and Robotech and whatever else comes after that movies come out, BattleTech hopefully, like those kind of movies would be are going to be the new big thing and I think they'll look back on on Pacific Rim like they look back on like Blade or uh the early Spider-Man movies for the uh for the, mm. Marvel- for the superhero genre. I hope that giant mecha genre is going to be a thing like superheroes. When I was a kid, the idea that there would be this many superhero movies was unthinkable. So hopefully kids nowadays yeah. are going to experience that where they, they would think it's impossible to be all these mecha movies or not just anime, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: that could bring it to the, to the wider audience because it is a niche right now. Anime yeah. is, is definitely... In general, people see it as a niche because maybe they think it's subtitled always or just in general, it's like, like, um, they see things on TV like, uh, Pokemon or any of those kind of weird shows and they think that's what anime is. And I think it gives it <laughs> a bad name. There is no real TV show. Like when we were kids, we had Robotech. There's no TV show nowadays on TV that is anime that, that is in general TV that's not on Netflix or something that uh, has the same, Feel, I think, and hopefully that changes. But maybe yeah. it's just because it is so diversified now that you can go to things like Netflix yeah, and find things, and
2: there's so much more. But that spreads it out a lot.
0: True. Mm-hmm.
2: But yeah. uh, but yeah, I think that was a really fun discussion to have, and I think uh, from here we're gonna move on to exfiltrate our, ourselves from uh from the podcast and wrap up for the night.
3: Let's exfil out of here.
2: Alright, and so, uh, to, to wrap up, thank you all for, for once again listening to the podcast. I realize this one's a bit longer than our typical one. Uh, the, the Gen Con stuff was a, a real big, uh, factor in that. Uh, August itself was just a whirlwind of, of activity and announcements. Uh, I even forgot to mention there's a new Gundam, uh, in the Universal Century, uh, timeline coming out. Uh, it's supposed to be like a sequel series to Unicorn. So, like that just got announced. <laughs> yeah. Gundam
3: narrative, right?
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, it oh, was yes. announced. I, now there's art for it, I guess is the big one. Yeah, that's why I saw the art. Yeah. So. It looks interesting. It's interesting how the, that timeline kind of keeps trying to fit more stuff in, but each one, <laughs> each entry like tries to wrap up everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. It's like, this will be the last one. This will be the last it. one. It's like, oh no, no. But, uh, but yeah, so I, I, think, uh, that about, that about covers it. Rob, you had a, an announcement you wanted to make about merchandise.
1: Yep. If you're interested in, uh, mobile armor radio merch, we do have our, some t-shirt designs on shop.spreadshirt.com slash mobile armor radio. You can go to the, uh, mobile armor Facebook group. It's the pin post. And we have some cool t-shirt designs with our logo and we have the, uh, half uh, atlas, half Gundam and they have Zaku, half Atlas shirts available in either black or white, uh, designs. We also have uh, Zazzle.com slash mobile armor radio where you can get some cool mugs and we'll be adding other stuff to that one. So we have, uh, yeah, come, come buy some merch, especially at spreadshirt. The t-shirts are relatively cheap. So, uh, yes. So, and they're, they're cool. Even if you don't like us, they're still cool <laughs> looking. They're, they're <laughs> awesome.
2: You make your friends jealous
3: (laughs) That's right Let's see some mobile arm radio when you post Pics of your models
2: Yeah, that's
1: that's our thing You have to post the mug in your model pics That's that's our new thing Everybody has to post (laughs) their
3: mugs
2: (laughs) And and that means like a cup Not your faces Unless you want your faces in it
3: No, your mugs can be in it too
1: (laughs) 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 Yeah The mug, maybe your face drinking out of the mug While you're showing off your models
2: and your mug. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I, I think that wraps up this insanity. So uh, I've been Brian. I've been Pat. I'm Rob. And you guys all have a great night.
3: This has been
1: Mobile Armor Radio. Join our Facebook group by searching for Mobile Armor Radio. Find us on Twitter at MArmorRadio. Find us on iTunes and visit our website, MobileArmorRadio.podbean.com. Join us on the first of every month
0: for more mecha discussion.